You know, it was earlier last week, a Ski Rex Media fan reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to talk about skiing on a budget? I was like, I'll talk about skiing on a budget, ski trips on a budget. He's like, can I throw some of my own ideas? And I was like, absolutely, certainly. So this week on the Ski Rex Media podcast, we talk about skiing snowboard days on a budget, and we do it with the help of a fan. Ski Rex Media podcast. doing everybody tim from ski rex media once again and this week as you saw in the intro we are uh, talking about skiing snowboarding trips on a budget trying to keep those that cost down something we all want to do and uh as i was recording that intro and biffing during that intro i noticed um seeing myself in the camera here that i'm not wearing the proper ski rex media attire i am definitely not hawking my own product here not shamelessly plugging um but it does tie in i did notice if you know um if you've been listening to ski rex media for a while you know the or you have at least heard the uh the story my karma story um from when i got hurt at camelback in uh pennsylvania had to have about um while I was skiing at Pennsylvania, I got hurt. I fell and got hurt. Needed about a month or a month and a half-ish of physical therapy. And this shirt um, is the one I got from the physical therapist when I finished. So it all does tie in, though one should be hawking and shamelessly plugging their own stuff. I was not paying attention when I got dressed this morning. So there you go on that. And again, for the audio-only version, uh, the audio-only version, for the, anybody who listens on Spotify and iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Buzzsprout, everywhere else that it's available, stitcher all those places all linked in the description mind you um if you'd like to use a different uh, pl- uh if you'd like to use a different uh, uh platform to listen to it on there's many and they're listed down in the in the description um <clears throat> you people don't care what i'm wearing what i look like what's on the wall none of that but for the youtube people you probably don't care either but you can see it so there you go that's the story of the t-shirt i'm wearing but we're not talking about t-shirts this week and we're not talking about um ski falls and ski fails this week no we are talking about skiing and snowboarding on a budget saving some money on those day trips and it's a good time because the season's starting places are opening the race to open was one out there in minnesota uh wolf creek out in uh, colorado who has been first in the u.s many times um is the first in colorado canada's um starting to spin lifts up there i can't remember where somewhere around lake louise i'm sure um i can't remember where offhand but you know people are getting ready um Big Snow American Dream is open and rocking. I was there last Saturday, so check out that review. Um, There's a written form and there is a video form, a nice review and recap of that day, and that's going to be a bit through the winter, so check that one out if you would. Um, And, um, you know, it's an expensive sport, skiing and snowboarding. Skiing and snowboarding are expensive sports. Snowboards are expensive, but they don't have to be budget-breaking. And we know that there's ways to get around that stuff. So what we have here today, and this was, like I said, this is, or I meant to say in the intro. Now I can't remember if I did, but this was, um, well, actually, yeah, I, do, I did. That was what the whole intro was about. Anyway, this was fan-submitted. Michael Brochu says to me he he got a hold of me on one of the uh direct messaging formats um or platforms from one of the social media platforms i believe it was facebook and or instagram um and all linked in the description yet again um and i love the fan interaction we all know that um i'll talk to the fans 
um, any old day of the week, I'll ski with the fans. That's 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 going to happen, likely. Um, I already have a have a couple of uh, heads who have said, hey, let's go ski in at different places on the Indy Pass. Um, uh, number one hype man, Tech Rob and Scooter are going to be up in New Hampshire, hopefully, this March. I'm going to be there over at Cannon, Indy Pass Mountain. Um, I can't remember who it is offhand, um, but from Instagram, I don't think I know their real name. Isn't that weird? Said, hey, if you're down here at Berkshire East, I'll ride with you. And I was like, dude, I'm down. I'm, I'm with that. So definitely going to be meeting up with people. Definitely like the fan interaction. That was the point. And Michael here, he says to me, he's like, you know, I, I listen to the program and or watch the program. I don't remember which, but he says, I know the program. I like the program, like Ski Rex Media. Could you talk about skiing on a budget? And I was like, well, sure. I haven't before, but I will. I have no problem with that. He's like, awesome, because I have a few ideas too and how I do it. And I was like, well, send them to me. Totally send them to me, email them to me. I'll go through your list and we'll see. And I think what we're going to do here today is I have the list here on the phone. Boom. And um, he has all of his um, suggestions, his suggestions, some of which you've heard before, some of which you may be familiar with. Um, what we're going to do is I'm going to go through. Um, we'll see if I agree or disagree. Actually, I've already read it. I agree with everything he says. And I will elaborate and add to it, uh, try to pretend like I actually know what I'm talking about for a few minutes. And we'll see what how we can save you some money. And then we'll wrap it all up at the end. How's that sound? So let's do this. Michael Brochu, here we go. So what he started with was travel. And we all know traveling for a ski trip can definitely adds to it. Um, even if you do have a multi-mountain pass that you got at the beginning of the season, you can um, really abuse. Your travel costs are going to add up. And uh, his suggestion is what he says. is I use Southwest as much as possible. You can check two bags, 50 pounds or less for free. If you have a ski bag, they let you have a boot bag as well. So technically three bags get checked for free. Um, I do like Southwest Airlines. No lies of the four times I've flown in my life. Three of those times were on Southwest. It worked out very well. Um, the prices were great. Um, absolutely. The service was great. The, we went to Maine, you know, direct flights to, well, mostly direct flights to um, to major cities. Philly to Vegas, Vegas to Seattle, Seattle, back to Philly with a stop in Chicago. But we didn't have to get off the plane. Southwest, very good. One of the, some of the best bag pricing in the business. If you go to some of the other budget airlines, um, you know, they're, they're upcharging on carry-ons, you know, uh, your luggage anyway might cost more. And that's how they could charge so little on, you know, the, the actual ticket. If you get on there with nothing, that's great. But if you got to carry more, it could be a problem. Um, so Southwest, I agree with that, but, um, you know, make sure you check, um, all the airlines, you know, keep an eye on what's where, who goes where, when, and why. And he gets into that too. Um, he says book flights well in advance. Absolutely. We all know that. Um, I don't even fly a lot and I know that I don't even like to fly. And I know that the further out you can book, the cheaper it's going to be. Absolutely do that. Absolutely do that book as far out as you can. Um, let's see. He says he uses a Southwest credit card for purchases, pays it off at the end of the month, uses the reward points. 100% one of the greatest ideas ever. And it kind of um, kind of uh, is part of, like I say, when you buy a multi-mountain pass, a mega pass, epic, icon, indie, mountain collective, whatever it is, get the one you can abuse. Similar with a credit card. If you fly or if you take trips, get the one that gets you the most rewards, miles. 
And then, like this one, is, he says he uses the branded card for the airline. So he's probably just jacking up miles. And he even does say he can't remember the last time he paid out of pocket for a domestic flight. Do your research. Know, and that's actually going to be a recurring thing is doing your research. Know what is where. Um, you know, look at everything. Get in there. Dig in. Really do the time. Because if you just buy... If you just buy, just outright buy, like, all right, I know this flight goes there, I'll take that. Uh, this room is two minutes away from there, so I'll take that. You're just buying, you're not going to get any deals. And if you don't know how your rewards program on your credit card works, or if, like, say, an airline, I don't remember if Southwest had it, um, but some, at least one airline had a rewards program itself. It might have been Southwest, I don't remember. Not even using the credit card, pay however you want. And then if you fly so much, you get whatever rewards points it is and however that works. Do your research. He also says um, fly on odd days and at odd times. That's true. Um, that's more to be more specific. Fly during the week if you can. But if you're booking for a weekend, you know, try to add the day on the other side. Leaving on Thursday is going to be cheaper than flying on, on a Saturday. Um, weekends are always more expensive no matter what you do um, in the service industry and the travel industry. Um, what else does Michael say here? He also says, think about flying to an odd destination rather than directly in. His example, if you're going to Jackson Hole or Targhee, Targhee flights um, directly to Jackson are super expensive. Maybe go to Salt Lake or Boise and then drive in. Um, that's 100% accurate. 100% accurate. Basically, for his travel section that he wrote down is... Um, he used Southwest as an example, but fly fly the airline that can get you not only the cheapest ticket, but the best deal on baggage. And Southwest usually is. That's why that company exploded, because they figured out the perfect balance between ticket, baggage, destinations. We're not too expensive. We'll get you where you need to go. You can bring everything you want. Um, use your rewards um, points so you can use your rewards miles and don't pay for the flight if you can. Uh, fly at the right times, book in advance, and fly to somewhere that's not as expensive. Now, I at one point um, talked about Las Vegas as a ski town, and people say that's kind of silly. Again, it depends on where you want to go. If you want to go to Colorado, don't fly into Las Vegas. Um, you know, it might even make more sense to fly. Obviously, if you're going to Utah, fly into Salt Lake City. But what if you want to go to places that aren't super popular and you need a place that can you can fly into cheap, probably cheaper and, you know, can get you some of the more not so popular places. And I don't mean that to sound like a dig. I mean that to sound like, you know, just not everybody goes there. You know, I mean, everybody goes to Colorado. Everybody goes to northern Utah. Who goes to southern Utah? Not as many people. So if you go to Las Vegas, you get two vacations in one because you can have all the fun you can have in Las Vegas, Sin City, as they call it. I never really, I lived in Las Vegas. I didn't sin that much. Maybe a little, but not much. And, um, you know, but then from there, you can go to Arizona and ski. You can go to southern Utah. You can um, ski even in... Um, you know, just outside Las Vegas. And um, like I said, I'm guaranteeing that an indoor place will go in as they get more popular. Look for the places. And again, it's all about research. Look for the places where it's not going to cost you much, even if you have to drive a little. Because some of those places, you have to drive a little bit anyway. Like, yeah, in Colorado, you can fly into Aspen. I believe they have an airport there. But 
it's going to be easier and cheaper for you to fly into Denver and then figure it out from there. And Denver is a direct flight. It's a main, main hub airport out there. Um, you know, do your research is what really the whole travel experience comes down to. Um, do it all and then book it as early as possible. Now, in a in the pandemic season for 2021, uh, to 2020 and 2021, um, yeah, booking in advance, you're going to have to anyway because tickets you know everybody's either doing reservations and if even if they're not they're looking for you to to buy in advance if you're doing day tickets um you know you gotta do your research do it now because the season is starting to open and if you don't know and even do it if you're used to doing it don't become complacent because things change and we'll get back to that later but when it comes to travel if you're not driving if you are driving that may or may not be you know Cause I'm going to be driving. I'm not flying anywhere this year. You know, I'm going to be doing all of Vermont. That's driving New Hampshire, driving upstate New York, maybe Maine, Matt, like in new England. All I do have to do is drive. And my teeny little car gets like 35 miles to the gallon. It's fine. And it doesn't cost anything to fill it up because the gas tank is this big. I swear to you, I drink more water in a day than my gas tank can hold. It's, it's pretty small. If I had a full size car's gas tank in my car, I wouldn't have to fill up gas for like a month. And that's with using it. But anyway, do your research. Know your airlines. Know how to use your travel miles, your credit card miles. Look for those rewards programs. Always look for rewards programs. People ask, you know, should I get the rewards card? If Like in casinos, like I don't go much. Get the rewards card because as long as you're earning them, you can use them. Even if you're not there a lot, you're earning it slow. You're still getting something back. So anyway, travel, do your research. Um, use the cheaper airline if you can, if it goes to where you're going, as Mike said, Southwest has the best baggage deal on in the country, but because you may be a rewards member to a different airline or your credit card does something, maybe you can get a better deal. Do your research lodging. We're going to talk about next. And Mike says lodging, staying directly on the mountain is a cool experience, but again, very expensive. And he's not wrong. You are paying for convenience to stay on the mountain or you're paying for wicked awesome amenities. Um, it is a, it, you know what? Those places on mountain are typically a little bit higher end and are awesome. Like I've worked in them, you know, and I've been in them and they're great. But, you know, if you're trying to save a buck, or two or 10 look into places off the mountain he's not wrong now he says he usually books through like something uh they rent through like airbnb or home away and booking early as possible and that's for anything that's for flights that's for rental cars which he doesn't talk about but rental cars again if you book in advance and only get as big as you need with the rental car if you don't need the suv don't get it get the little economy whip it's all you need um yeah it may not have a ski rack so you might be jamming them in with you but it, they'll fit you know it's a little uncomfortable but they will fit and it will save you a couple dollars and on gas too um but yeah if you've used airbnb you can get some really good ideas home away i don't know anything about book as early as possible um the search is great and then you can get full kitchens and anything you need it's true booking through those places will usually get you a better deal and then again that one is again the research comes in is like it's not always cheaper to rent the house there are houses like when we worked at mount snow we heard about the condo rentals some were good priced some of the houses though were not well 
maybe good price for the house. I'm talking like twelve hundred a week. Like if you came up on the holiday week, you were paying twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, two thousand, high end joints. The condos were never as much. Um, so, but when you're gonna rent, unless you were looking to stay in the lodge looking to get that experience and just want a hotel room or what what amounts to a fancy hotel room get off the mountain if you can and and a regular hotel room is a fine again it depends on how you travel i know that there's always going to be well i have a family of six myself my spouse and four kids all of our gear and then you you're not saving any money <laughs> anyway but these tips still help because you know you're paying you know if you can get as many bags on that plane yeah you're, you're still saving this money you're still saving that much so all kidding aside with the big family um you can still save and with logic again he's right book in advance stay off the mountain get the simple hotel um look on airbnb airbnb doesn't just have whole houses mind you you can rent a room um, for a weekend, just a room in somebody's house. Now that may or may not be creepy. I don't know. That's up to you. Um, I may or may not do it, but I don't have to as long as I'm skiing in Vermont. But again, but that we'll get back to that at the end. What I think. But so for lodging, he's not wrong. Get off the get off the mountain. Um, go around the mountain. Look at Airbnb. Look at a place like if you need a full size house. Look at Verbo. You know. Look at these these discounted travel sites for rentals and that'll help you out a lot you know you could maybe rent a house for less than a hotel room and in that you have your full kitchen which means you're cooking for yourself which yeah i like to eat out too when i'm at these places sometimes but if they have a cool restaurant or something to check out but cooking for yourself saves you tons of money you shoot down it doesn't necessarily save you time because there are a lot of people who are doing that and the local grocery store might not be as big as a city grocery store so you're knocking off each other and throwing elbows to get through and it could be a bit of a bitch when you get in the night you get in but it'll save you money now the big one i think this is the big one he's talking about lift tickets and uh michael our um fan submitted um our who sent the fan who submitted his ideas and he says lift tickets obviously buy through epic you know buy the epic pass icon pass indie pass but day tickets you can save now his example is he's used liftopia and saved about 25 percent um you can do that the trick here again with tickets is to really do your research he, he, he said, use Liftopia. Check it out. They have they can sell at a discount. Look at local ski shops. Um, sometimes they have discounted tickets. Um, look at local um, anything. Well, he actually has a, a this this is a, this is a good one. When I was this is Michael, mind you, this is from his email. When I was a dirtbag skier back in the day, my buddies and I went to Colorado for a few weeks. We used to buy our lift passes at the grocery store in town, and they were much cheaper at the mountain. Now, oh, and then he goes on to say, not sure if they will do this, if they still do this because everything is online now. This is true. Modern day has changed things, but there are places, the local sporting goods store, the local rental shop, um, off mountain, anything. You can get better deals on tickets. Those tickets are are, are, are put out to them um, for like promo deals or whatever deal they have with the mountain. Do the research. Look around. See what you can get. Know where you are going. But obviously, 
if you buy early and you can abuse it, get your multi-mountain pass. The Indy Pass, that's the one I'm using. This year, if I can pull off all the trips I intend to, um, if I were to do the math on day tickets, I'll be skiing for like $10 a day. 10 bucks a day. I threw out the 200 bucks up front. I'll be down to like, it, but when you do the math, I'll be like to $10 a day or less or less. And you can do that with Epic Icon Mountain. You can do it with all of them. Just, you know, take your full price, divide your, you know, the number of days you actually went. That's your per day, similar to a day pass. Look for sales as well. If you're going more than one day, multi-day passes are usually discounted anyway. You buy three tickets at once, they're going to cut you a deal. Um, if you, um, you know, watch for promos, you know, if you buy early in the season for later in the season, like you buy a six pack in September that you can use in December and January and February, March, those day tickets are going to be less. Get in early and always go to the website and look, read everything, read every last thing, um, and see what you can get. There's plenty of places. Plus, there's a lot of online, like like he said, Liftopia. I think they just had that issue with the Chapter 11 or whatever, but I think they're still running, so that's something. Maybe someone bought them out. I didn't really keep up with that because I've never bought through them. I've either, I've always had, well, here's the way I saved money. I had friends who worked for mountains, and, you know, one mountain in particular would give employees a, a few passes, a few day tickets um, every year. So I would come up and I'd abuse those um, because I had a lot of friends who didn't have friends who skied. You know, not everybody has ski friends, but they worked at the mountain. So they're like, Tim, you coming up this year? I got tickets. And I was like, I'll take your tickets, dude. We'll hang out off the mountain and then I'll go skiing with the other friends, you know, while we're there. Always look to see. And mountains have promo deals all the time. Follow follow your favorite mountains on social media. Absolutely. And check in. If you don't see it in your social media feed, check in every couple of days. Because they might have some kind of crazy promotion where they're going to be like, you know what? It's whatever day. Maybe it's their founder's day. Whatever it is. Everything. 50% off. Keep an eye out for it. Um, rentals he brings up next, um, rentals is the same thing. You can get rental deals from the mountain, but it's usually cheaper to, and he, he says this and I agree with it. You can, if you, if there's a local rental shop off mountain, you're going to get a better deal. Um, if you are going to ski enough, look into, um, season leasing, that's a great deal. Um, you get the gear and usually when you lease for the season, number one, you don't have to keep going back and forth to the rental shop. You go at the beginning of the season, pick it up. And then usually that shop will throw in maintenance and tuning throughout the season. So when you need ski, uh, when you need wax and wax and edge, you can just take it there. They'll do it, hand it back to you and you're on your way. Lease before rent if you can, if that's not, cause that's not good for everybody. Cause not everybody goes so much that they need skis you know, in hand every minute. Like I own my own stuff, but you know, when I was before, like I just got back onto skis, but when I was doing, I was doing it often enough where my own stuff made sense. Um, but rentaling, rentaling, renting skis can save you on other things. You don't have to store them. Um, you don't have to maintain them. You just rent them for the day and go about your business, give them back. It really, it can save you money in other ways. And like, you don't really want to buy, like I, there's a lot of, 
you know, some people say this is right, some people say it isn't, but, like, if you have kids, if they're growing, like, a friggin' beanstalk, just jumping up there, you know, you might have to replace their gear, their foot gets bigger, their boot doesn't fit, their pants and jackets don't fit, kids grow fast, sometimes you can't buy for them and not have to replace every single year, whereas an adult, you know, you're probably, you're done growing, so unless you destroy something or damage something, you might not have to replace it or really wear it out, so kids renting in the long game might be cheaper until they're old enough to buy, you know, and you buy something straight up. Um, but rentals, he's right. Um, go ahead and um, if you can rent off mountain, rent off mountain. Um, it's can more convenient. Michael here um, even points that out in his email. Michael Brochu, fan of Ski Rex Media, um, fan submitted content today. Um, he says, you know, you can. You, it's more convenient to rent on mountain because you just go to the mountain and you're there. But if you can rent off mountain, local shop, do it. You'll definitely get a better deal. And then look into the leasing option if you can. And then if you want to, I bought, um, my ex-wife bought a pair of skis because she didn't do it as often as I did. We didn't always go together. So we had a pair of skis that we picked up from um they were leased that season, and we just happened to be up at the end of the season. They're like, do you, you want, us, want to sell? Um, we were in a shop looking for something else, and they had a pair of skis. It was in decent shape, and I got them for like 50 bucks, like with bindings. Like um, it was, and boots too. Actually, yeah, we got out of that, that deal used, but in good shape for less than for less than 100 bucks. So it worked. Um, what else we got here, Mr. Mr. Michael, he says, to save money. That's what we're talking about, saving money. Um, he also says, join a ski club. Now, I don't know much about ski clubs. I've never joined one. I don't know many people in them. They do have their advantages. You can get cheaper day tickets out of them. and They always have deals with, not always, I guess I shouldn't say always, but they have deals with the local mountain or the mountain that they are on um, and all kinds of other benefits. That one I can't speak to. Um, he says, join a ski club. He's not a member, but he's thinking about joining they usually have group ski trips set up um, that are all inclusive most also have a payment system so you don't have to dump all the cash at once everyone he has talked to is a uh, has nothing but good things to say about it again not something i'm familiar with i know a little bit about a little bit i've known a you know i haven't really known anybody like i was about to say i've known people but i really haven't now that i think about it i, I haven't known anybody who's really been nor known them really well i should say i hear they're great um check it out. I, I understand the ski club business model better than the private mountain business model. So check that out. If you're into it, there's not much I could say, but Michael says it's a great way to save money and he's been looking into it. So maybe you all check that out too. Um, let's see. Now he gets into meals. Now eating, eating at the mountain, um, is expensive, but eating on any vacation is, um, if you go to the high end mountains, Restaurants are ridiculous, um, really priced. Well, worth it probably sometimes. The food is good, but you know it's expensive. And then if you eat at the lodge, no matter if it's one of the high-end resorts, if it's a small resort, if you just get a burger at your local um, just rope-toe-only joint, um, it may be good, but it's still going to be a high-end or a higher resort price. Only, one, only two ways to beat that. Number one, if you rented a place with a kitchen, Make your own stuff um, for you know your breakfast and your dinner. But if you're eating lunch, just carry it with you, man. Um, there's nothing cheaper 
than throwing a sandwich in your backpack and then you pick the sandwich you want. I personally prefer peanut butter sandwiches. Why? Because they don't go bad um, nearly as fast and the cold doesn't affect them and I, I just really like peanut butter. But bring your own lunch. Um, no, there's nobody's going to say anything about it. You don't even have to go in the lodge really at that point. If you don't want to, you can just post up on a chair and a bench outside and have a little picnic by yourself or do it on the side of the hill. If you want, just stay out of everybody's way, be safe, bring your own lunch, man. Well, Michael also suggests, Michael says, um, he also does the tailgate thing. Sometimes I've never been big into that. Um, by the time I get to the parking lot with a lot of my friends, we've a either went immediately from the slopes to the bar um and then drinking is drinking is just like with meals too if you drink at the bar you're going to spend a lot more than if you go get um beer and take it back to your hotel room your condo your house rental wherever your whatever it is you're going to spend a lot you know <laughs> you're going to spend a lot more eating's the same way and it's like i said lodge i you know i worked in food services scheme out and i saw those prices you know over the years go up and up and you know, you could be spending just for yourself 15 bucks or more, 20, depending on where you are. And even more than that, I've heard. I don't know if it's true, but I've heard about it. Um, so definitely throw your own lunch, especially in the COVID-19 season. You know, everybody's going to be having limited services. Lodges are going to be, you know, limited. And might, they might have like food trucks and stuff outside. And um, But there's still going to be the lines. It's just easier to, you know, throw a sandwich in your bag and um and then go and you know make sure it's something you know with 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 a little bit of carb a little bit of protein you know keep the energy up i'm not a nutritionist so i don't know if that's right but you know check it out all in all what michael was saying about travel you know you, the way you use the airlines not he did suggest one airline in particular southwest but you know it's not really so much which but how and the how comes down to using your research. If you want to ski on a budget, man, do your research. Because if you get in and do it early, the quicker you book things for travel, lodging, um, travel, lodging, cars, if you need a rental car, things like this, the earlier you book, for the, for the travel portion mostly, the earlier you book, the better, um, and that includes lodging, the better deal you're going to get. Um, for tickets, if you ski enough, get the pass and that includes if you don't plan on going to like getting an epic pass and skiing every epic mountain or getting an indie pass and skiing every indie mountain if you just go to your home local mountain man get the season's pass um it is a heavy outlay i know i know it is i know that sometimes these passes can be 400 500 a thousand dollars or more and not every year has a payment plan and i know that but if you can swing it get the season pass especially if you can abuse it because once you you know you get to the end of the season you do the math you skied for five bucks a day yeah it was a large outlay but it did save you money in the end do your research he did talk about gear and rentals um like i said rentals and i agreed with him rent off mountain you'll get a better deal it might be less convenient but you'll save a couple of dollars and if you buy you'll save even more on the long run you know, Tim, I bought a pair, brand new pair of skis for 800 bucks. It's like, how often are you renting though? And if you are done growing and you can take care of your gear, that pair of skis can last you a few years. You will save money in the long term. That's really where the money is saved in skiing and ski trips. Um, what Michael was talking about mostly was like a specific ski trip or the ski trips one takes throughout the year. Go beyond that. Think about how you can save money in the long term, and that's where you'll save the most. Again, 
the mega passes if you can if you can abuse them buying gear when you will keep using it and then know when to buy your gear again research before the season starts or end of the season clearance get it and and know what you need this is where the research also comes in if you don't need a high-end brand name pair of racing skis don't buy them a simple set of all mountain skis might do you just fine get those and then get them at the end of the season don't worry about if you're in say 2022 buying a pair of skis that you got on clearance at the end of this current season that's coming up don't worry about that nobody's going to notice skiing some people can look at a pair of skis like others can look at a car and tell you the model year the model name where it was made they can do that but there's so many pairs of skis it's not easy and to see them just on the snow not a lot of people do that don't worry about the vanity that's another way you can save money um on a ski trip is don't worry about the vanity you don't necessarily need name gear for everything my goggles aren't a brand name they're not you know they're cheap goggles um you know my gloves are brand name but i got them on clearance they're a set of burton gloves i cut them for nothing on clearance my pants they might have been a brand name a few years ago but they're not anymore that i'm aware of got them for nearly nothing look for the sales look for the ski swaps do your research that's really what it comes down to like i could tell you all day you know and i'm not sure if i've done that maybe i haven't done the best job with telling you how to run a budget um uh, uh, uh ski trip but in the end, do your research. Do it before you go. Do it now. Even if you've done it, you could become complacent. Like, for instance, um, when for a while, a buddy of mine, his wife's, we would come back up to Vermont. We would go ski Mount Snow and Stratton. That's where I skied when I was a teenager. That's where I grew up. So we would come back up and ski there. I had friends who still worked there. We got tickets for cheap. You want you want cheap tickets and passes and stuff? You got two ways that most people don't think of and it weren't definitely aren't going to work for everybody. Have friends who work there or go to work at the mountain yourself. You can work at the mountain yourself. You you Yeah, you won't have as much ski time because you can only ski on your days off, but you don't have to pay for it, so it doesn't matter. You get your pass. Um, but anyway, found out one of my friends, his wife, her aunt and uncle had a house in the same town when I graduated high school. We could use that for nothing. Have high friends or have, yeah, have, uh, have low friends in high places. Look for deals. Like if you can bum something off of somebody do that too like if you're if you're a friendly social person and you don't mind couch surfing with strangers you don't have to pay for lodging you really don't um i in fact i think i know people around i could probably do that with i don't know if i would um because you know i don't you know i'd live a couple hours away from mountains i can drive back after a day on the hill it doesn't matter to me but for further away you know couch surf a little bit but the point was if you know people and there's other ways to say but the complacency that's where i was at but we got complacent we knew we used it every time and the first year we didn't use it and i didn't go on this trip this was when i was hurt the physical therapy shirt when i was in physical therapy i couldn't go on the vermont ski trip i got hurt um my friends, they had a little rough time booking it, I think. I, I don't know if that's true. I don't really remember if that's the time I'm thinking about. But somebody had a time. And it didn't work out quite the way they had hoped. And, you know, because we got so complacent. It's like, wow, we have to book something? You know, and we have to get back in that mindset. So don't become complacent. Do your research. And uh, you'll get out cheaper. Skiing and snowboarding are expensive. You're never going to get out super cheap. 
but you can get out much cheaper. And uh, you can show people the receipts and say, yeah, it's really not that expensive. It's pricey, but you can get away with it. It's tolerable. You can make it tolerable. How's that sound? We talked about travel. We talked about lodging. We talked about a few things. I hope it worked out well. If you have more tips and tricks that you like to use, like I said, do your research. Have friends at the mountain. Um, know what you need versus what you want. All of that. Know how to use your credit card and abuse your reward system and abuse your ski pass. Know how to do all that and you'll come out okay. You know what I'm saying? And if you have tips and trips as well, um, leave them in the comments of the video version or email Ski Rex Media, Ski Rex Media number four ever at gmail.com, link in the description, and all of the um, social media accounts also in the description. Okay, check those out. But if you're listening to the audio version in the car, do not check it out until you get a chance to stop. Then you can contact Ski Rex Media. How does that sound? Thank you for watching or thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, if you enjoyed it, and I hope you did, please tell me that too in the comments or anywhere else. Just say you liked it or on social media, tell me you liked it. And please subscribe in all places. Become a follower on the social media and the YouTube channel and or the um, audio version places. All right. Check all that out. Subscribe so I know you like it. I hope you do. I hope you got a kick out of it. And I will talk to you on the next one. And I will see you or you can see me for the recaps because the season started and I've been skiing for the first time in many years and I, I'm hooked again and I'm going to be doing it all winter. All right. Thank you for listening. Try and save some money. Thank you to Michael Brochu for his um his suggestion for a topic and for his help out with for his help on the topic if you want to suggest something all the different ways to contact it if you want to add something to it um you know fan submitted content we can do that too i'll get you on or we we can maybe do i'll i'll you don't have to be famous to do an interview me and rob aren't famous and we've done an interview he did an interview here i went to someone else's highfalutin ski bums i did their show and i'm not famous you don't have to be famous. Maybe we can hook you up and get you to talk on the old program here. How's that sound? Thank you anyway again for watching, everyone. That was a really long closing. Um, but uh, thank you again, and I will see you out there, and I'll see you on the next one. Later. Peace.